Hi guys. I want to start my podcast by telling you about a great way to start your day. Four Sigmatic Coffee. Four Sigmatic mixes 100% Arabica beans with functional chaga mushrooms to brew a delicious cup of coffee that provides all the benefits of a caffeine boost without making you feel jittery or crashing from a previous sugar high. Enhance your focus, mood, and immune system all in one go. By the way, the chaga adds incredible nutrition, but not any mushroom flavor. And Four Sigmatic sells way more than just coffee. Also, protein powder, cacao, you know, chocolate, elixirs, super powders, and blends, giving you a myriad of ways to add a bit of health to your routine. My personal favorite is the protein powder cacao flavor. I mix it with frozen strawberries and almond milk to have a chocolate smoothie breakfast that fills me up without weighing me down. And, and I'm, I'm dead serious about this, I've tried several brands of both whey and plant-based protein powders and Four Sigmatic tastes the best, by far. Try it. If you don't like it, no worries. Four Sigmatic will get your money back. And Four Sigmatic makes it easy to keep the goods in stock with a subscription service that over 100,000 people use today. Sign up for one at go.foursigmatic.com slash fwcars and get an additional 10% off your first order. That's 30% off your first order and 20% off every recurring order if you go to go.foursigmatic.com slash fwcars. That's go.foursigmatic.com slash fwcars. And yes, I will have a link in the description. Doing so supports the podcast and supports good health. Kind of nice that it tastes good, too. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 339 of the Fun With Cars Motorsports Podcast, or episode 1 of 2023. I'm Robin Warner, and... Today's episode is going to be kind of what's to come um, the next couple of months, as well as a breakdown of the pretty darn epic 24 Hours of Daytona. There is a lot of Formula One news to talk about, especially um, with kind of an American focus on it. It seems like the United States is getting more involved, which I'm certainly not upset about. But Chris Roche and I are going to talk about that as the season approaches. We'll also talk about the schedule, driver lineup, all those usual things. Um, pretty big news. We've got car reveals coming and all those kinds of things. But we also have what's really shaping out to be a fantastic battle of manufacturers in sports car racing this year. And it started late January in Florida. The 24 Hours of Daytona had four manufacturers competing in the GTP class, which is the new name for the top class of IMSA. And those cars will be eligible to compete in the 24 Hours of Le Mans. The four manufacturers were Acura, Cadillac, just as they have done in years past, but now also Porsche and BMW. And each brand took a pretty different approach to the powertrains as well. There was a standardized hybrid electric system that was put together that is both the battery pack and the electric motor. But Acura went with a V6 and a smaller displacement V6 than it had before, and BMW and Porsche used turbocharged V8s and Cadillac used a naturally aspirated V8 to go with that hybrid system. 
So we had a pretty wide array of approaches to the powertrains and then also different race car chassis builders supporting them. For example, Acura used Orica again. Cadillac used the same chassis builders that build any cars, Dallara. But almost more exciting than that, Porsche got Penske to return to racing. It is a Porsche Penske GTP team. But as the race unfolded, it kind of went back to what we've seen in years past. It was Cadillac versus Acura. Acura took pole position with Meyer Shank Racing. Wayne Taylor Racing ended up qualifying third. And Porsche was in between the two. Cadillac and BMW slotted beneath that. And while all four manufacturers did run up front at some point in the race, it was clearly Acura and Cadillac that had real contention to win this thing. Between the two Acuras, it was Meyer-Shank Racing that seemed to have the edge over Wayne Taylor Racing. They took pole position, they were in front more often, and they even seemed to have fewer troubles throughout the 24-hour race. And there were plenty of troubles throughout the race. There were 14 full-course cautions for the 2023 24 Hours of Daytona, and those were not caused by weather. It was a dry race, pretty much, and there were still 14 cautions. At some point, pretty much every manufacturer was a couple laps down here or there. But at the end of 24 hours, the top BMW ended up 15 laps down from the lead and the top Porsche 34 laps down. The number six car in particular, driven by Nick Tandy, Dane Cameron, and Matthew Jaminet, ended up 83 laps down and had just a myriad of troubles throughout the race. Seemed like they had to restart the computer several times, come to a stop just off track, shut the thing down, restart it again, and get going, and that seemed to correct it. But then, later on, they had what looked like either engine or drivetrain failure, and that ended their race prematurely. Comparatively, BMW definitely looked better, but nowhere near where Cadillac and Acura are. And I guess that just shows the value of staying in the top DPI class through the years and having all that experience to run on. But I'm also very, very confident that... (laughs) Porsche and BMW will be back. In the end, it was Meyer Shank Racing that took the checkered flag and won again for Acura in the 24 hours of Daytona. They were followed by Wayne Taylor Racing. So, Wayne Taylor Racing again finished second in the 24 hours of Daytona. I'm sure that was a tough blow for the WTR team. And I'm going to find out firsthand soon because I am scheduled to have an interview with Ricky Taylor. So, we'll hear from him directly. Cadillac Racing ended up finishing third, fourth, and fifth, and BMW managed the top six spot. From there, we saw LMP2 take the checkered flag before we saw the first Porsche. So it was not a great day for the sports car brand. Sticking with the manufacturer teams, we'll jump right to GTD Pro, which is a GT3 class of cars, and it was actually Mercedes-AMG that won the race. The winning car was driven by Jules Gown, Mauro Engel, Cooper McNeil, and Daniel Juncadella. Sorry, I'm probably not pronouncing those right. But here's the funny thing. They were beat by the GTD amateur class, which is just called GTD. The winning team there was a Heart of Racing Aston Martin Vantage GT3. They finished on the same lap, but that was the amateur car ahead of the pro cars, which is something. Corvette Racing finished second in class, the number three car, driven by Antonio Garcia, Jordan Taylor, and Tommy Milner. And Lexus finished third, the number 14 car driven by Jack Hawksworth, Ben Barnacote, and Mike Conway. It was, frankly, a really great race to keep an eye on. It was fantastic to see four manufacturers in the top class. 
And I think that it is showing itself really well for more manufacturers to jump into the future and setting the stage for a fantastic 24 hours of Le Mans coming this June. I am very confident that Penske and Porsche will be able to overcome these early teething issues, let's call it, and certainly BMW will be right there as well. But for Acura and Cadillac to start as strong as they did, despite having these new two German powerhouses coming in to compete, is really fantastic. I think we'll see, as the season goes on, a four-way manufacturer battle developing. Awesome. Again, in future episodes, I am going to have a couple interviews coming up very, very soon. One with Ricky Taylor, another one with someone at Honda Performance Development. And in the very new future, Chris Roche and I will get together to talk about all the things going on in Formula One. But in the meantime, do get ready for some fantastic interviews I have coming up. And please do seriously check out Four Sigmatic. Yes, it is an ad campaign I'm doing for them, but I also do very seriously use that product. I do very seriously make that chocolate strawberry smoothie, and I do really like it. So (laughs) it is an ad, but it is also very, very true. And if you sign up with that link, the podcast is supported, and that would help me out so very much. (laughs) And, of course, another thing that would help me out is going to my YouTube channel. Since the last podcast, which was last year, I have posted many, many videos. (laughs) So there's lots to check out. Some EVs, some trucks, a new car reveal, and an interview with a North American president. So, yeah, plenty to check out. But for now, I want to thank you for listening. Please take a moment to review us on iTunes or on whatever platform you get our podcasts. Please leave comments on the episode of your choice by going to funwithcars.com. As always, I can be reached at feedback at funwithcars.com and tweet us at fun underscore with underscore cars. I'm Robin Warner. Goodbye.